This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Here are nine of the stories that we're following at Becker's Healthcare today, and some fascinating news and things that set speaks of trends and change in healthcare, and hopefully you'll find some of these interesting. These were all reported at Becker's Healthcare. Uh, first, the General Catalyst is back to company, and General Catalyst is one of the huge venture capital funds in the world. They've backed a company that's being led by Mark Harrison, and Dr. Harrison is the former CEO of Intermountain and one of the brilliant leaders in the country. The idea of this huge venture capital fund is to invest in a health system and try and figure out solutions for what healthcare system delivery should look like going forward. They've been sort of on the marks trying to find or on the hunt trying to find a health system. They most recently partnered and signed a joint venture with Summa Health, a, a great health system, and, and, and with the intention of, I believe, General Catalyst and their new co acquiring that health system and trying to figure out how to make big change in healthcare. And I think this is just a fascinating story. Some of the people at General Catalyst, whether it's Steve Clasco, Mark Harrison, the general leadership of General Catalyst, brilliant, brilliant people. So that's fascinating to watch. Second story we're following, health system CEOs expect generative AI to eliminate some jobs in 2024. This is a complicated headline. It's basically the concept that more and more AI is going to get rid of some rote jobs, jobs that people do that could be repetitive jobs. Often those are jobs that are very, very hard to fill, but we're going to see some of that you know, going forward. Um, the third story we're following is eight healthcare systems laying off health IT jobs and IT jobs. And again, this is an area where people have been very scared to cut but because of the disastrous P&Ls of health systems in 2022, recovered some in 23, more and more health systems looking at how do they from their headcounts so they don't end up you know, with profits and losses upside down and operating margins upside down. Those first three stories were reported on by Naomi Diaz, Charles Bruce, and Naomi Diaz. The fourth story, Palomar Health. Palomar Health, fasting health system, and this also talks about more and more health systems trying to turn competitors into partners. You know, particularly health systems without, with a huge platform, not a huge platform, trying to figure out more partnerships and competition. And I think that was fascinating to watch as well. Fifth, two drug maker stories. Uh, one drug maker stories on drug makers doubling down on certain types of vaccine cancer drugs uh, to drive growth. Another drug and pharmaceutical story about prices rising for Ozempic and Mongero as companies like Eli Lilly hitting out of the park with this and not having enough supply, so being feel, feeling free to, to raise cost and, and sell those drugs at higher prices. A sixth story we're following, 36 health systems with great psychiatry and mental health programs. Um, this is such an important issue and such a shortage of behavioral health resources in the country. Anna Falvey, Claire Wallace, and Kelly Layton are responding on this or reporting on this. Seventh, supply chain issues and trends to watch. Again, much better than a couple of years ago, but still huge challenges on the supply chain side. Paige Twenter does an article on different trends and issues to watch, and that's a very important uh, issue in our country today, especially with the backdrop of COVID and how bad supply chain got during that period of time. An eighth story talks about a specific CNO, chief nursing officer, and how that chief nursing officer is trying to strengthen culture at their health system. And this has become critical as retention of nurses is so hard and so challenging. Constant efforts to try and improve culture in health systems, pay and culture. People stay for pay, they stay for culture, but they really stay for both. 
Uh, if you've got somebody that's paid too poorly, they wake up every morning hating their job. But if you've got a culture that's bad, you can't pay them enough and keep them. So it's this great mix of pay and culture. Finally, now is Kelly Cooch, one of the senior editors of Becker's Healthcare, reports on the 10 best cha- the best paying jobs in healthcare, and that's always something that gets lots of interest. You know, it, it's almost like financial porn. People are curious to what people are making and stuff like that. Also, thrilled yesterday to get a chance to interview Randy Ustra. Randy was the long-term CEO of ProMedica, who now is in sort of the private equity venture capital business, investing in longevity companies that that are focused on longevity. Randy's just a dramatically terrific leader, so always great to visit with Randy. And also one final PS is congratulations to Nimble Solutions. Uh, Lisa Rock and Nader Sammy have done an incredible job running that firm for a long time, especially to Lindsey Gross, too. Lisa will stay on as president, Nader's going to become executive chairman, uh, and they're bringing in a wonderful executive and leader, Kelly Blair, to serve as CEO. So that's fascinating as well. Anyway, a lot of healthcare stories that we're following, a lot going on. Thank you for listening to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. We appreciate it greatly. Thank you very, very much. Uh, if you have any questions on this or comments, I'd love to hear them. Scott Becker, I'm at 773-766-5322. If you're the first person to text me and you listen to this and you give me a suggestion for a topic or a comment on this, either way, I will send you a 100-hour Amazon gift certificate as a thank you. But you've got to be the first person to listen and, and, and send me the uh, comment. 773-766-5322. Thank you very, very much.